0: Welcome back, everyone, to the next edition of the Out of Context Podcast. I am your host, Walker AC, and I'm here live for digital download to enjoy and to entertain and to hopefully provoke thought and to keep you guys interested for the next 50, 45, maybe 30 minutes on the show. Thank you for listening, everyone. Good night. No, seriously. um, As we get the show on, I'd like to introduce to you my co-host, my female partner, not in that direction because we don't exchange Christmas cards or anything. Um, Ashley, majestic, or as she as known as Ash Majestic, even though she's not a smoker. Welcome back, Ashley again.
1: Wow. Okay, that was like so my because my nickname would be Ash, and you take that into smoking. How original.
0: Well, I mean, I could say Ash Wednesday, but you're not part of that religion. I could say ashes. Wait, what
1: religion is? Ash
0: would say? I don't know. I really don't know. I had a friend. How, did,
1: how are you going to say that?
0: Well, because oh, that, that's some. Uh oh, she's looking it up. Now, as she's looking it up, I'll tell you a little anecdote. Um, a friend of mine, her name was Ashley, go figure. Um, I worked at Blockbuster Video in Orlando many, many years ago, and she was part of that religion. I don't want to poop on anybody's religion by getting it wrong, but yes, they had the ash on their forehead. And, of course, me being respectful, I understood what she was going through and um, how that works. But we had the ignorant customers who walk up to her and go, oh, you have something on your forehead. Need me to rub it off for you? Which was uber disrespectful, but I never understood the the origins of that and what religion was that part of. Now, as I continue on, I I know Ashley right now is looking it up, so I'm waiting for her to to learn me uh, about this.
1: So okay, well, i always kind of known about Lent and things. So Ash Wednesday, uh, it's basically it's for lit, it's basically surrounded by Lent. Uh, it's it's I'm seeing multiple things between Christianity and Catholicism. Um, so Ash Wednesday um, focuses on <clears throat> the belief of repentance and prayer, which is usually through personal communal means ash wednesday is a holy day of prayer and fasting in many western uh it's just christian but i'm seeing things for uh, catholics too it is preceded by shrove tuesday and marks the first day of lent the six weeks of penitence before easter and the thing is i've never seen anyone with the the ash cross on their forehead up until this past um like Lent and then I started seeing like actors and actresses and people having this on their heads and I'm like I've like I'm not knocking it of course but it's just like I've never seen this happen I have never seen it maybe I've just it just never came through me through social media but I was just like on news outlets people are doing interviews they have the little I'm like a new cult star that I missed and then People were, And then I looked into it, and it's like, oh, it's for Lent and stuff. And I've just, like, I've never seen someone do that before. And now all of a sudden it's like, this has always been here. Like, what, where the fuck have I been? I've, so, that's um, pretty neat.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen it for years. And from my understanding, uh, they will give up something for, for Lent. Uh, whether it be, you know, whether it be fast food or whether it be just anything, they give it up. So, because um, I was raised Baptist. So I never experienced anything of the sort, you know, once I got to an age to where I began thinking on my own, I really just dumped all the principles and just kept the basics, you know, be kind to one another, don't be a dick, you know, stuff like that, helping old lady across the street, everything else that accompanied I really didn't do because, you know, I was too busy being a kid and a teen and a young adult and doing stupid things. But before I get too much off topic, how are you? I had not neglected to ask you, how are you?
1: Oh, I'm good. Uh, we're going to skip how I'm doing just simply because now I, I'm looking at why they put the ash on the forehead when they do the little cross. Uh, the ash cross marking observers, for, observes, observers' foreheads is meant to represent mortality and penance for their sins. It is applied by a priest during a morning mass, often along with a small blessing. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. That's metal. Uh, many choose to keep it on all day. So, okay, so I, like, that's, that's, like I said, that's interesting, uh, kind of like you, I grew up in a, a Southern Baptist uh, Christian home. Um, Christian Baptist, Southern Baptist, more on my dad's side, Christian, Catholicism, more on my mom's side. But I grew up in a very non-religious household. As a little kid, I would go to Sunday school, but I went to a Sunday school that was about games and stuff. It was really fun. Um, but I would hear, I would hear my grandmother somewhat saying like, oh, it's not good Sunday school because all they want to do is give you games and stuff. But I don't really remember, um, the, the guy that ran our Sunday school, we called him Brother Daryl. And I remember that so well because, of course, my oldest brother's name is Daryl. And his name would be Brother Daryl. And then his wife, he called our sister, and I can't remember her name, but you're like, um. Uh, but you would how to win prizes, like for one, you would do activities like team building stuff, tug of war, uh, shooting a little basketball, in the, like the kid's size basketball hoop. Uh, you'll just do team building and like actual activities and how to win prizes. So like, for instance, if you're holding like a little basketball before you shoot it to the hoop, Kate's going to ask you a question like. Uh, what was the name of Abraham's son or some something like that? I don't I don't know but he would ask you a question, like stuff that they would cover like in the first part of the Sunday school. And if you like pop quiz, and it would be stuff based on the Bible, the religion stuff. And if you answered correctly, then you could shoot. And of course, if you hit the goal or make like whatever, um, you got to pick a prize out of a little prize chest, which would usually be like a piece of candy, uh, like toys from the dollar store, just small things here and there. And I just remember hearing people rag on him. Like, dude, yeah, that was fun. I actually learned because I was having fun. So I just remember being a kid hearing people talk about how he ran that class, and it made me really sad. And eventually, like, we stopped going. Uh, and I just never went to church besides going occasionally to my grandmother's church, mm. where it was a snooze fest. Um, I remember going to the Sunday school sometimes with these very uppity girls very stuck-up girls. Like, they were the daughters of the pastor, and I'm pretty sure they grew up being wild. Um, But they were very snooty, stuck-up. I hated going to that church. But the parents really were all that religious. It would just be every so often. It's like, we should go to church. and It just never happens. Um, I just was never in the church crowd. Uh, Wasn't raised to practice the Bible teachings. None of that. It was just basically be good to yourself, be good to those around you. As you said, you know, help someone cross the street. Um, don't be a dick. Be kind to your neighbor. Just be, basically be a decent human being. That's it. Um, you know, don't throw, don't make the first swing, but, you know, don't lose either. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, so I'm not atheist, but I think I'm like, how do you call it? Agnostic. hmm Where I'm just like, I'm not part of, I don't really stand behind any religion. Uh, I like to study them and learn and think what some things are interesting, some things are barbaric, and some things is, are you fucking kidding me? It's 2023. Um, And can go on and on about my likes and dislikes, mostly my dislikes about religions, but um, so like a weird standpoint i don't really believe in like a singularity mm. um but i don't really know what i believe in i just believe that there is probably something more than me i just don't know what it is yeah. simply because there's a lot of things in my life that have happened which would cause me to disbelieve in something and there are things that have happened that's like that can't be just a coincidence uh, so i don't know that's my agnostic because i don't know
0: well, I mean, it's the same thing for me. Uh, like I mentioned before, growing up Baptist, we didn't go to church a lot. But the times we did go, you know, Sundays, it seemed like an eternity. But being a kid it was probably maybe like an hour, hour and a half. And religion never got me because, like you said, it was boring. You know, um, they didn't really focus on the kids. That's a whole nother joke in itself. They didn't focus on the kids very much because they're too busy preaching a good word to the adults that were there on Sundays, learning, reading the Bible, the Holy Ghost, and stuff like that, and I never understood it. The only thing that stood out to me was the big thick book, which was the Bible, and the songs they were singing I didn't understand, you know, as a little kid. And as I get older, my mom would take us once once every Sunday or something like that to go, to go with our grandparents. And growing up, my mind wasn't focused on the church, because I wanted to play. I wanted to go outside and play, or I wanted to do something with my friends. The, the, the Bible and religion itself wasn't really taught at the home. It was mainly, okay, get up, get dressed, put on your Sunday clothes, we're going to church. There was no why. There was no deep explanation. It's just you're going to learn about, you know, the Lord. So. This went on for many years and then, like I said, as I got to a certain age where I started questioning things, I didn't understand why I was a Baptist. I didn't understand at all. So I did a little bit of reading. Once again, being um, a teenager, a young adult, it just didn't interest me because being a boy, I was interested in boy things. If, If my parents sat me down and said, this is the who, what, where, when, and why, then maybe my ideals would have been a little bit different. Uh, it changed when my sister uh, became a born-again Christian, and I didn't understand that. So I made the harmless joke, which got me in so much trouble. I'm like, so how many times can you be born again? Can you smoke a joint on one night to be born again? Can you run somebody over with a car to be born again? How, you know, what is this What is this uh, proverbial whiteout you put on your life just to have a redo? And, of course, that, uh-huh. went, over like, that went over like a fart in church. Um and so certain on occasions, you know, I thought about getting my son into religion and whatnot, but I, don't, I didn't find it fair to him, because if I didn't get into it, if I didn't believe it, why should I push it upon him? Um, you know, and I'm more of agnostic as well. I do believe in a higher power. I do believe that we're here for some particular reason. I do believe that things happen for a reason. Not some magical man in the sky or anything that's judging us upon everything, every little thing we do, But I believe that there is something out there. I believe in the power of we don't know. Because when we expire, who knows what happens? I'm not going to pretend to know. I'm not going to believe a book, you know, that's going to tell me what's going to happen to me, where I'm going to go. I'll find out when that happens. So I've read a couple religious, you know, religious books, you know, um, Baptist, Catholicism and stuff like that. And I guess I can blame it on so many things about me, but it just never really held my interest. You know, I just depend upon the basics and I depend upon, I have faith and faith can go a long way.
1: Yeah. Um, so for the longest time, like I just didn't stand behind, like, so I had my, I guess it was like, I don't think I was ever really Christian just because of what I already explained but I remember being like, starting to become into adults and like between 1920, party stage, all that stuff and clearly I was very alone during this time period and I felt very lost. And so I started looking into religions. I was looking at different things thinking like maybe I, I'm i supposed to be a part of one of these because everyone, people that seem to have their shit together are part of have religion and maybe that's what's working for them. And I would like, buy books from the bookstore and like read and some just like, okay, this part makes sense, but I'm not understanding this part. And then it goes into seeing how a lot of people behave. Um, there are not saying everyone, but there are a lot of people out there. that are just, first of all, I think personally for me, I think anyone that practices a religion, you are a hypocrite. I believe that everyone is a hypocrite, like religion or no religion. Um, because we all give it to our greed or something. We all have our biases. We all have our preferences, regardless, like if you admit to it or not. Everyone has, has it. Uh, there's not one squeaky clean person on this planet, I, I'm, unless they're like a infant, yeah, because they literally have self-control. Um, but anyway, I started just seeing, like in kind of rooting from customer service, honestly. Uh, It's, you know, working in, like, restaurant, gas station, wherever I was, banking. It's, you know, it's about the time where people get out of church. And that's when we happen to get busy and people come in their church clothes and stuff. Clearly, they're even still carrying their Bibles. And then they're so nasty to me or to my coworkers. Uh, They're, like, throwing change at you. They get so uptight because the side might have said, $3.50, but, you know, on the register, it's showing up as $3.55, and you're throwing such a fucking tantrum, and that's a big reason why, and then I see how people act in places, on TV, and it's just like, how can you, you know, preach about love thy neighbor, all this, like, lovey-dovey, hoo-ha stuff, and then you're a complete fucking horrible human being towards someone just because you're inconvenienced in the slightest, or you don't agree to what this person's doing, there's a like plenty of things out there that I clearly don't agree with. I personally don't understand, but I'm not going to sit here and type or call these people out like, you're going to hell just because I don't understand it and I don't want to do it myself. So fuck what you're doing. I don't do that. I don't do that. Like, let let people do their thing. That's it. Like, um, if I don't like it, I don't have to be around you. As long as you're not physically harming myself and other people around you and other people, I don't give a fuck what you're doing. Um, So, but then it goes into me realizing even to this day, I feel like I'm masking a lot. And do you know what masking is? Yes. So I feel like I mask a lot because, as you know, and from a lot of the listeners, how I can be very chaotic and I can be off the rails a lot. I don't really have a core personality. How, think of how people get generalized, like go, like going to your typical high school groups. You have the nerds, you have the jocks, you have the popular kids, you have the emos, you have the band kids. There's always people that belong in certain groups. I didn't belong in any groups, no matter what stage of school is was in elementary, middle, high school. I was, besides elementary school, because, like, starting middle school and high school, I was the kid that didn't have friends. I was bullied, don't fucking understand why. Uh, like I was pretty decent. Uh, I just dressed in clothes. Uh, I, I did good in school, but I wasn't enough to be a nerd and be in the, like, in the high intelligence type of classes to get moved up. I was just basically an average student, but I was the kid that was singled out. No one wanted to really hang out with me. Um, and even to this day, there's people that have their aesthetics. Um, there's people that love their cottage court, There's people that, lo- that still love their rock and emo stuff, that have the alternative look. Um, like, there's all these different types of personalities people have. I don't have those. I, I just, and even my husband's pointed out, I changed my mind about stuff a lot. Like, just how I like the design of my kitchen. Mm-hmm. I've probably changed my kitchen over three times in two years. I change up my style, what I do and do not like. I'm constantly changing my mind. Um, part of it is I'm trying to fit fit into a piece, trying like trying to be in those little built shapes where the top trying to put the square in the triangle hole. Uh, I feel like that's me most of the time, is I'm trying to find the space I can fill in, and I can't find it. So I feel like I'm asking all the time, and it's gotten to the point I'm like, I guess this is just me. I just... I just exist, which, you know, at the base of it, that's all anyone's really doing, but the sense of belonging, it's like, I don't feel that sense of belonging, I have friends. Um, I like to think people, there are people that generally care about me, that generally think of me as a friend, but again, it's just, I just feel like I am the background character in someone's movie or video game. And I'm just back there. I'm not even the person that's given voice. I'm just like way back there in the distance. That happens to like move like an inch in my chair, and you notice it.
0: I mean, to 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 piggyback on what you said, is um, I tried a few times. You know, as a young adult, I tried a few times. You know, to to kind of macabate myself. You know, into the church and find out. You know, what all the hubbub is about. And also, I've seen the you know the hypocrisy of religion and whatnot. Not to say that I'm some saint but far from satan Um, and i've just seen generally speaking i've seen the way some religious people react and how harsh they judge because once again just as an example you know some religions preach um, you know love and compassion and stuff of that nature but then they go a full 180 against it if you don't really see their views so that's something that really turned me off And plus, once again, being a little kid, you're always taught, you know, be good, you'll go to heaven, be horrendous, you go to hell. And to really, really find your spot um, in the world. And it's, you know, it's blatantly obvious. I've explained ad nauseum how many times I grew up with this vernacular. I grew up with this, this look. I grew up with this way of how I carry myself. I grew up in the ghetto projects of Chicago. And so with this, with this method of speak... I got picked on just unmercifully (laughs) all the time and then when I came down to Florida it was the exact same thing you know we were we were in the quote-unquote ghetto and I had this way of speak again and you know it was hard to find my spot and I didn't know what my spot was so I tried to get in with the cool kids failed miserably tried to get in with the jocks failed miserably tried to get in with my quote-unquote people of color failed miserably so I was just the nice guy, and so I did turn to religion just a few times, but it just wasn't really my thing. So you talk about being, you know, a round peg in a square hole. You know, it was it was just exactly the same. So um, in looking around and trying to find my spot, yeah, religion didn't really want to do. Really, religion didn't do it for me. And of course, I will add in a disclaimer. Of course, just because it doesn't do it for me, that I mean, it can't do it for the next person. But I just Kept a basic foundation, and I kept myself on a particular way of life, and I've been very fortunate enough to stay on that way of life, not to be a dick, you know, to treat people nice, you know, to wake up in a in a good attitude, and just to really appreciate the little things. But uh, but going back to Lent, it, it, it seemed interesting. It seemed very interesting, especially people who I knew who did it, and I just didn't want to question it. I just accepted it for what it was. And do I think I could ever do religion at this stage of the game? Probably not. But I wouldn't want to try to force it like, like most people have. I've, I've been friends. I've had relationships you know, with, with people of different uh, religious backgrounds. And I've been fortunate enough to, to have them not push it upon me. They've talked to me about it. You know, Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, Baptists, Christians, stuff like that. It just really didn't sit right to me, not because I didn't understand everything, is because a good portion of it really didn't fit the mold that I wanted to uh, to be with. I mean, if you know, if if you understand that point.
1: So a popular question I get asked, because you kind of answered it without your own kid. Um, like you considered raising a religion, but you didn't see the point of it. It's like, you know, I, I don't do it. Why should I push that out to my child? Let that be his own choice. Um, it, it's kind of like the same thing for me. People have asked me, oh, what if Asma? I did have kids? Because my husband is is Muslim. Um, he's a practicing Muslim. Uh, albeit he's not super strict into, you know, Islam. But, you know, at the end of the day, he is Muslim. And I'm not. But at the very most, a piece of paper, for most places, you're going to drop me down. Like, some places, like, for his country, they're going to consider me Christian. Because I guess they just don't understand what agnostic is. Maybe they do, but... Um, to my husband's family they believe i'm just christian and i guess fine make it easy same christian it's so whatever i can i can i know enough that i can pass that so just like fuck yeah america like yeah she's christian <laughs> like yeah all right um so by like let's say hypothetically we were to have kids i would be a-okay about them being raised muslim because um, for the most part my husband has turned into a decent guy i've met many muslim men and women that are decent people. And my biggest thing was, I, want, I don't care that they're raised in this thing, the religion of Islam, but I want my children to also have open minds. I want them to be open to science. It's gonna be their choice at the end of the day. Do they want to pursue science? No. Uh, do they want to dedicate their life to religion? That's their choice. I'm not gonna push them one way or the other. Um, even as their kids and growing up, they ask, mommy, why aren't you going to the mosque with us? because mommy is a sinner, No, I would just say, you know, I'm just Christian, I don't practice the same thing as you. As they get older, I'll get a little bit more educating about that, but I wouldn't wait, I would wait until they're adults to finally, like, really discuss it, because I'm not gonna try to dissuade my kids, like, are you sure you really wanna do that? Um, And then, of course, like, like having a daughter, is she gonna dress traditional or not? That's her choice i told my husband that which he's on board with us like usually i think girls in that religion uh forgive me if i'm wrong but i believe i was told like any time between the ages live like i think when they become a teenager and they're like 12 13 is when they start dressing traditionally it would be it's her choice does she want to do it okay power more power to you does she not want to do it all right then more power to you i'm all for that thing when it comes to arranged marriages because of that culture that still happens my husband was we're clearly not arranged marriage but a lot of families either they push for it or they give you the option or you just don't do it at all uh, like most places even rich people do that um, all over the world and it would be the same thing do you want to be arranged marriage no all right that you're not getting married hey um i'm kind of tired of being in the the working industry and I kind of want to just be at home and pop babies out. All right, we'll work on that. To me, it's all about options. Uh, If you ask me, like if I have my kid, if you ask me my opinion as an adult, like if you're a child, it's going to be a little bit of a different explanation, but as you talking to me, you want my opinion, I will give you my opinion and I will still be respectful as much as I can but I will never give my opinion to try to dissuade someone from their interests and what they do or not. The only time I'll try to dissuade someone if I truly believe they're making a huge mistake, as in like, it's something that can physically affect you. It is like, um, you met a guy a week ago on uh, Tinder and now you're giving up your entire career and your home and your family to move to a whole different country for him. I might try to tell you to just wait a little bit <laughs> um, so it all depends but I always tell people at the end of the day live your best life do what you want to do the very most advice I can give to people when it comes to relationships is communication hey you want to vent to me you convince me I'm not going to give you opinions on what you should and should not do who's in the right and wrong that's not my business I'm, I'm only hearing your perspective of things my biggest thing is, hey, everything that you just told me, come up with the way. to say it without so many swear words and talk to this about your your partner. Oh, well, they're not going to listen. Well, are you on this? Are you trying to – are you leaving them tomorrow? No, I love them. Okay, well, this stuff has to come out eventually. Mm-hmm. Do it now instead of waiting 20 years where it blows up and one of you is on, um, you know, uh, what's that one murder show? Not Cold Case File, but like Snap <laughs> or something like that. Um, you're on a, you're on a podcast all of a sudden, but you're trust me you're not the guest host, and mm-hmm. <laughs> like so because I don't give my own I don't talk about my own relationship to people, uh, and I, I know I'm kind of venting. I'm not really giving you any space to to talk here, uh, but feel free to step in if you want. <laughs> but
0: oh yes. uh,
1: it just it kind of just goes off like that. I I don't want to make anyone change their minds. I don't want to be that person is where someone's like well ashley said ashley didn't tell you to do nothing for one that's your own fucking fault you chose to listen to me i did not tell you you have to and that put a gun to your head nothing um a second reason is beginning of my marriage especially like the first year or two obviously trials but it's not perfect the first few handful years of my marriage were not were far from perfect and i remember anytime i had an argument with my husband I would talk to my mom. I would talk to like my best friend at the time, and the number one thing I'd always hear is, "That's what happens when you get married too quickly," blah 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 blah. And I would just hear their negative feedback. I was gone for a weekend with my f- best friend at the time for a concert, and my husband was saying and doing things in a certain, like, kind of secretly, like talking to me, and my best friend's twisting us, "He's cheating on you." He's going to make sure that she's gone before you get back. And it caused me to, like, listen to her mm. and just argue with him the entire weekend. And all the way to the point where I'm driving back to our apartment and I'm ready to fucking swing and fight with him. And come to see my apartment lit up in candles because he was proposing to me. Mm. And because of how I was being a fucking bitch towards him, he nearly considered not proposing to me at all which was very understandable right and it was kind of that realizations like i let someone get into my head over pieces of information and without them knowing the entire situation and me not knowing the entire situation and i'm like people tell me i should regret my marriage because i got married too quickly i'm not saying i regret it do i want to beat him with a bat at the moment of course um so from there, I don't really talk about my problems with about with my husband. I've read, even with that Beck, uh, Becky, she'll listen to this, she even knows this. I don't really talk about relationship problems, even with her. It's I'm very that much dedicated to keeping it in house. And it's not against anybody, but it's the amount of stuff I went through by doing that in the beginning of my marriage, and how much it affected me and my conversations and arguments, I stopped that and we were together for less than a year when we got married. Mm. My nephew, one of my nephews, he's engaged. Uh, well, two of my nephews are engaged, but my youngest, well, not the youngest nephew, but one of my younger nephews, he's engaged to a girl. I think they're dating for less than a year, too. They're getting married in April. And I saw him a few weeks ago, took them out to breakfast and whatnot. And he's like, I think you're the only person that has told us that we're rushing things or hasn't told us that we're rushing things that we're going to regret it or we're too young. I was like, no, I was younger than you when I got married. Cause my nephew's 20, this nephew's 21. Mm. I was 20 when I got married. I, was, I told him, like, you will never get judgment from me. And one other example, <laughs> my aunt, my aunts, this happened just yesterday. She's like an older lady. She's like, you know what? I'm thinking about getting a mullet. Whether that was a joke or not, I don't know. But she's like, I'm thinking about getting a mullet. She has all these people in her comment section like, don't do it. Don't do it. Why would you do that to yourself? And I and I just put in the chat, I was like, aunt, so-and-so, you live your best life, all right? That's what you want to do. You do it, and you're going to rock it. Business in the front, party in the back, hell yeah. <laughs> but that's who I am. Live your best life.
0: And so, to to piggyback off the relate to the religion part, and then I'll dip onto the relationship aspect of it, um, it. It was really odd because I think it goes worldwide. People get religion either a for organization, or b to use it as a guide how to live your life. Because you know, it's either it's either you either you act like this, or this happens to you, or you do this, and this happens to you. And it kind of takes away, when you're younger, I mean, kind of like free thought. You know, it's either you either go to church on Sundays and you worship this, or this happens to you. Or you pray to this book. If not, you know, then this will happen to you. And, of course, once again, like I said, that's what got me into questioning a lot of things, which I think most of us really, really need to do. But that's neither here nor there because no one is me and I'm not them. And as far as relationship goes, yes, communication is key. Because in my former life, and I can tell you brutally that I was not the man that I should have been, or that I could have been, because I didn't communicate a lot. I did the exact same thing that most people do, that most young people do at that time. Had an issue, you fight. Then you run to your parents, run to your best friend, run to your single friends who don't know the whole story. Immediately they go to leave the person, or fight back with the person, or anything negative, you know, instead of the actual person who is myself, go back and have that conversation. So it took me a very, very long time to kind of figure things out and to go, yeah, I'm all about communication and people who don't communicate with me, I really can't deal with all part and partial of being around somebody's personal space for 30 years. And then finally living alone in a castle Walker, it's definitely eye-opening. So, but yes, communication is a tremendous thing. And no, I'll never talk anyone into, you know, into out of doing something if they're a grown-ass adult. So that's one, that's one more thing. So I I agree with you 100% on that one.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. No, I was waiting for you to, to continue because, like, I kind of went on my little tangent. Because that's how I am is I start talking about something and then my brain picks up. It's like, oh, then there's this and there's this. And that's why I just end up doing. Um, I don't know, things, and life is, like, very complicated, and, you know, I, like, since we're kind of talking about more about religion without really delving to, or diving too far into it, which is fine, um, I was going to say something about that, and I am trying to remember what, because I had to, I pulled up, like, one of my end of the show things, I had to make sure which one I wanted to use for tonight, and that's what I was doing, um,
0: well, here, why? Were you trying to hi, think hi. of it? I do have a question for you. Why are you trying to get your why you trying to get your thoughts together? Um, do you think religion is more of a hindrance than a help? And what I mean by hindrance is, once again, it's a cause and effect. Either you study this, or this negatively happens to you. Or do you think it's a help to where it helps you? It helps you get your life in order. It helps you get your. It helps you get like a structure in your life.
1: I think it's everybody's a case-by-case different. I think because people can be influenced in positive or negative ways. And that's all different aspects of things. It's not even just religion. There are people that I've seen that are religious, and i see them through social media or I've met them in person before, that truly take, do they abide by every single, like, you know, do they eat shellfish and, you know, do they... Do every single thing that's written in the book no but they use what they know from it and they do good things um they do charity organizations they do soup kitchens they do they help people they do donations a lot um there is like a, someone on tiktok I, I forgot her account name but she is a a priest or pastor no i think it's a pastor hmm. and where there's a lot of churches and religions out there that don't exactly welcome the, the LGBTQ, plus, I have alphabet mafia, because I don't know every little thing now. Um, and they don't accept a lot of people that way. And she chooses her teachings instead of to say, you're going to hell. And she embraces them, she welcomes them. And because there's a lot of people that are part of this community that grew up um, in a Christian household, Catholic household, Islamic household, uh, whatever have you and so they're very confused they feel like they're not only abandoned by their family uh possibly friends but they're also abandoned by probably their church their place of practice and then they're like they're lost because their biggest support was always you know to their minds possibly god and so there's these people that i've seen on tiktok that will come around in other social media posts that are these um upstanding members of these churches and um and in mosques and stuff that step forwards like it's okay like you're still loved you're still welcomed here and they try to take that so there are people that truly that that's why i always say not everybody um and it goes back to my other saying is not i don't believe in good people but i believe there are people that do good things and these are perfect examples is these are people that could have either chose to embrace negativity and be purely hateful and but instead they embrace this and they take other people's ugliness and try to help heal them or move them forward to a better place or do whatever it is that they can do to just try to make even at least one person better mm. um, then there's people that are negative have signs outside of like a person's house uh that you know that like goes against like just because you're a different race, you're a different ethnicity, just because you have some accent in your voice, you practice different your religion, you're gay, you're trans, like what, whatever it is, and you choose to be negative about that. Um, you get so pointed that you're violent, that you're making other people miserable, um, and then you're passing the same teachings on to possibly your children, or you're using social media platforms to spread these hate words. And there are people that pick these things up because they're also gullible, and they want something. They they want something to be angry about too, and unfortunately, they fall victim to these things, and it just it just hurts um, because again, it goes to at the end of the day, in the day for most religions, I should say that like most religions, again, I'm just assuming I believe agree on only God can judge you. Because when you die, God's be like, hey, you're going here or you're going there. Uh, fuck you, or hey, come on in, the water's fine. But then these are people that judge people and make their lives a living hell. Killing, torturing, hurting, abusing, whatever. Um, so and it's these people that unfortunately cause bad reps to a lot of religions and a lot of groups. And it's fucking stupid. We're... Uh, Again, I don't practice religion. There is, it's, it's always stuck with me. I've gotten, people have complimented my eyes so much throughout my life. It's something that's never going to get old for me. And I do, and I always appreciate it. But, you yeah, know, it's like kind of like, I, I hear about my eye color from strangers just as much as I hear people talk about the, how the weather is. Um, but one thing that's always stuck out with me I remember, I think I was in sixth grade. I was in middle school. This is the beginning of me being bullied, having no friends, being like a loser. I remember this, this is a library that was like a 15 minute walk from my house that I would go to after school and on weekends, because I had no friends, so I'd go hang out at the library. And it was like a two story uh, library. And I would sit, I remember sitting on the steps, like waiting for my turn to get on a computer. And there was this lady, I can't really describe her anymore I just remember she had dark hair Uh, I think she was holding some books or binders and she just stops uh, like in front of me and she's like I just want to let you know that you have beautiful eyes and Jesus loves you and then she walked away as if no like nothing nothing ever happened and I I thought in the moment that was really weird of her to do that but it's also kind of comforting. And that has always stuck with me. Again, I'm not a religious person. I'm not thinking that there's some meaning behind it, but maybe this is a lady that probably saw a teenager looking, maybe I was looking sad, maybe I looked lonely. Maybe she just saw me and thought, maybe I could use a compliment, um, but she did that. And that's something again, that has stuck to me all of my life. And so when I go out in public and I do things, whether I feel like someone needs it or not, if I see someone that gets my attention, I want to compliment someone. I'm like, dude, I love your shoes. Dude, I love this. Like, sometimes people just need that little pick-me-up. Um, so that's, that's a good perspective that maybe that woman, she, maybe she could have been a bitch. She yeah. But I, I don't know. I just only get it from that. But that was like a good positive example that I experienced in my life.
0: And it's interesting uh, because I think, uh, generally speaking, that sometimes religion does get in the way of, you know, of uh, good people or people trying to be good, you know, because they want to follow the word so bad that they forget that they're actually doing more harm than good. And, you know, being in church and listening to the good word and watching people celebrate and everything, and then on the flip side, seeing the ugly side of it, you know, sometimes I think that we really shouldn't have religion at all. And just try to create our own path, and try to just try to be good people by our own judgment, versus relying oh. on you know versus relying on something else to got us along the way. That's just you know that that's just my own beliefs in that. But once again, I still roll back. I'm, I still get hypocritical because I was raised, you know, in a religious area. You know, you know, raised to believe God, raised to believe in faith and stuff like that. So, do I think that we can last? Or you know, or sustain a, a new world without religion? Probably not, because you have a whole lot of lost people. But yeah. You know, but really, do I think in a in, in, a, in a in a different in, in a different world, uh, I think that we can kind of find our own way. I mean, you know, you know, just by with free will, because once again, religious states that God gave us free will, so let's do it with it, what we will, and see what happens. Uh, um. That's what i was
1: going to say. Is I don't think. As humans we could survive as having no kind of belief system um, because if you look at through books movies shows no matter what type of civilization something one way or another always comes up as like for example I'm playing a game that kind of shows that and I and I really appreciate it um, it kind of touches into these aspects of what we're talking about it's like these different tribes she goes to and they all have their own belief system And one tribe where they're basically a bunch of assholes um, for no fucking reason and then when they suddenly believe that she's part of a higher power, all of a sudden they change their minds about her um, and then these other places where they're very kind and then these same people in the same tribe are fucking douches
0: yeah.
1: and the main character of this game she's kind of, like, kind of like how you and I are she's, she doesn't rely on the beliefs and things that she can't like physically see she's like okay i'm just gonna do this because i i don't think the person you're talking to like i i don't see them fixing this right now so i'm gonna fix it because i know i can't um so she doesn't try to put anyone down she just kind of goes okay that's cool that you told me this i'm gonna go kill this bad guy because he's killing people and so i'm gonna go do that and i need you to stay inside and then she'll come back and the person's like oh thank the so-and-so and she's like you have a great day. And <laughs> so I kind of appreciate that. Maybe another episode. I Because I know Adrian likes me to explain video games I'm playing. So maybe next episode I can explain about the game I'm playing currently. Uh, you saw me playing it last week before we did our last podcast. Um, so there's a lot of hidden game to it. Um, where you said where people will just get lost. There'll be a lot of lost people. There are people that feel guilted into practicing religion that they feel like they have to do good things they need to do things they need some kind of belief system to guide them into being a good person or just you know not going around killing people um then you have people that use it as a reason to that gives them excuse for being idiots and then there's people, and then the other variety of people that's just like i don't believe in anything so fuck all of you and there's people like us it's like I don't know, but I'm just going to vibe until we get to the end of the road. So you have a civilization. So let's say everyone's minds get wiped and no such thing as religion has ever existed and we all wake up tomorrow and none, nothing of religion has ever existed. It's all erased from the planet earth. Anything religious symbols, anything God. Um, I think things will erupt into the chaos, but I feel like at some point or the other, things a society will get built there's we're gonna have people that are in charge gonna have people are gonna have some kind of belief system that's gonna scare people into listening um, to get some type of control that's the type of uh, creatures that we are we we don't have we don't we wouldn't know what to do with freedom if we were actually given that's why we have governments and laws and stuff because we need some type of control no type of control this world would have burned to a crisp a lot sooner. We're still on that track, but we're just not as fast because we have some sense of control.
0: Yes, I mean, and of course we are like, and I don't wanna say sheep because everybody says sheep, like, you know, like sheep, lemming, stuff like that. We look for, like you said, we look for structure. We can't give ourselves structure because if we do, we're gonna look for the most charismatic person to guide us. And that charismatic person can lead us over the edge. Or they can lead us to a good place. Nine times out of ten, they're probably going to lead us over the edge. Um, but uh, it would be an interesting case study to to, to find out. I think we, I, yeah, I think I liken it to The Sims. Because we create The Sims. We have to tell them what to do. If we don't, they're going to burn down their house. They're going to be stinky. They're not going to feed themselves. So, oh, yeah.
1: Like, I love being a benevolent god not in sims uh things i do like that's a whole other conversation too of like we oh god i had to hopefully we'll remember this but to talk about sims and how wild i'll get playing sims i haven't played sims in a, a good minute because between hogwarts legacy star wars and this other game i'm playing um dead by daylight with becky i played sims like a month two months ago but i haven't played it as religiously as i used to Uh, As of this year, it's all my favorite games coming out, Uh, which, by the way, October, another one of my favorite games is coming out. So you'll be seeing me doing that again, too. where We're playing a podcast and I'm playing the game and I'm letting you guys take the lead. That's what's going to happen, people. If you haven't picked it up already, if there's ever an episode where I'm not really contributing as much, but I'm there, it's because I'm playing a video game (laughs) while we're recording because I'm that. And I really want to play the game now. But it's just the two of us. Um, <laughs> Becky's time. we don't have Sarah. Becky is not here for the first time in, like, 500 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Becky's taking a break uh, for her own reasons. And nothing against us or anything, just other things. She'll explain that when she gets back. And, like, so I can't be on my video game. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't even have it loaded, and I'm looking at the time. I don't have the time to play it tonight. Um... <laughs> i mean i could i really i really could if i want to but i'm at a point where it's like man that's gonna be like at least a two-hour mission mm-hmm. and i can't do it right now i as soon as we get done with our podcast shower and i'm gonna relax and probably find the next money book to read on kindle yeah. plus prime day prime day shopping on amazon i've already ordered a couple things have you ordered anything on prime day yet
0: no i have not but i have the tab up and i know just what i'm going to order and uh, that's a whole other story in itself so i'm going to take advantage of it as much as i can
1: can i tell you what i have ordered so far i already placed the order in a little uh, like a couple hours ago um, i'll be ordering more things but i already placed my first order one is a reusable sticker book <laughs> Because I I buy a lot of weird stickers from when I go to conventions, when I go to mom and pop shops, stuff like that. And I don't have a whole bunch of stuff I can just stick stickers on all over the place. I mean, like, I have, like, a couple of my water bottles, like, people, you can't, people can't see this, but Adrian, you can see this, like, it's not my stickers. So I have, like, a little box, or not a little box, but, like, again, medium-sized box. It's full of stickers that are just... So I found out that you can use a reusable sticker book where you can put the sticker on there. It sticks. It's the same, like uh, material, and then whenever you want to use it, you can just peel it off and whenever you want to. And I can have it all organized. And I can flip through. I'm like, hey, that's a stupid one, and I love it. That's a weird one. That's a very inappropriate one, which is why I love it more. And the other one is knives.
0: Shocker, shocker! And of course, by the time I, we post this podcast, the Amazon Day. When is the Amazon Day over? By the way, is it one day or is it a couple days? Today,
1: it's it's the 11th and it's the 12th okay so, so
0: by time people listen to this they, they'll have one more day to, to take advantage of this
1: yeah oh uh, well okay one if you don't know about amazon prime that's uh prime day that like that, that's your own thing um i i would like to think a good majority of people have amazon prime nowadays not everyone but good majority of people that are used to the technology and ordering things and being lazy and being cheap like me um so but no i ordered a new knife block because my knife my kitchen uh, knife set they've gotten dull and I've had them for a few years they don't really fit my aesthetic anymore Um, I've had them for quite a few years and they're not the best quality Um, I probably paid like 80 bucks for them um, before and so Prime Day I found a really I trust me today at work it was dead slow and I spent most of the time looking through reviews and stuff and this one was like a hundred I'm paying a hundred bucks but the actual price listing is like one ninety nine. I did a lot of reviews, I looked at all the images, pulling through the, the pros and cons, and I'm like, fucking I'm getting this one. And so yeah, I'm happy to begin a knife block. I should be getting that I think it said the thirteenth Thursday. which is fine. I can I can wait. Kinda.
0: Well <laughs> oh, I, I do but have yeah. a very I do have a very small list of things. I'm gonna get Amazon Prime. The weirdest thing about me is a minimalist. And people who know me know I like the bare minimum because once again it's all about nature versus nurture and how I grew up and the things that I didn't have um, and when I got to an age to where I can actually get them come to find out I really didn't want them I survived on the basics and yeah, you know, I looked on Prime Day I'm like huh I can get this and I can get this and do I really want this no I don't yes. want it I don't need it and so I kind of shuffle back and forth my list one thing I am looking for that I have not found yet And if anybody can find it for me, I will gladly praise them. I'm looking for a Gary the Rat DVD. Now, if you don't know what Gary the Rat DVD is, I'll explain it to you people out there while Ashley looks up really quickly. Gary the Rat is a cartoon uh, about a shady lawyer who does all these wrong things. And I guess God gets mad at him and turns him into a rat. And Gary the Rat is is, uh, narrated... And voiced by Kelsey Grammer, who did Frasier. It has very biting humor, and it debuted on Spike TV back in the early 2000s, along with Stripperella. Yeah,
1: 2003. Excuse me. 2003.
0: Yep, along with yeah, along with Stripperella, Pamela Anderson, along with the adult Ren & Stimpy, along with MxC Most Extreme Elimination. This is all on the debut of Spike TV. And so I found Gary the Rat. On YouTube, but like an idiot, I didn't save it or convert it. But yes, I've been looking for it for the longest time.
1: You can watch it on Amazon
0: Prime. It's like n- on Prime Video. It's not the original episodes, though. So that's the only thing. And plus, I don't want to watch it on Prime. I'd rather have it in my collection. Uh, I'd rather burn it to DVD or download or whatnot. But as you had said, uh, Amazon Prime have it, but it's not the original episodes. They're heavily edited and they're, and they're all out of order. So I've tried torrenting them, I tried searching for them, and yes, it's a huge pain that took us, but if any of our listeners can find me the original Gary the Rat series, i would be more than happy to probably even pay for it. So that's my challenge to you listeners out there. That's the only, that's the only thing I want that I did not take advantage of when I had it, so. And Ashley is looking feverishly online trying to find it, which I have done before. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm looking at all up, you've probably checked out, but I love how on eBay I searched Gary the Rat, and the very first thing it is, um, TNN, Red and Stippy, Stripperella, Gary the Rat, Network for Men 2003 print ad. The thing is, I kind of vaguely remember, uh, TNN, uh, simply because, like, a, a friend I uh, would stay the night at, who we were clearly, like, younger, uh, because there is that age gap between us, and I remember her dad would be in the living room. And I remember him watching Stripperella. And I remember mm-hmm. seeing commercials advertising Stripperella. Like, I think, like, an Adult Swim or something. Yep. So that is a name I haven't heard of in a very long time. Um, but, man, so it's funny that Ren and Stimpy would be on kids' networks and also on adult networks. And, and, the, re- and the, reason,
0: the reason being is, let me interrupt. The reason being is the, the original writer of Ren and Stimpy, he quit. So Mm -hmm. another writer came in and he tried to make an adult version which got canceled not even one season
1: in. Well, yeah, because kids like it. And people like that were very more uptight than they are now. Uh, So so I know we're wrapping this up, but I just want to go on to. I was poorly monitored as a child. Uh, That's how bad of a childhood I had. Um, My parents did not care what I watched. I was a literal child watching Adult Swim, South Park, all of mm-hmm. that stuff. Which, granted, is where my sense of humor comes from. <laughs> um, my my nephew, I was just talking about this, getting married. Um, he was here with his with his mom's side of the family and talking with his mom. And she remembers when I was very little because with, between me and this nephew, I think there's like an eight, nine-year difference. Hmm. So I was just like a little kid. Like, so Let's say I was seven or eight, and we're visiting the state that they're from. And my dad and my brothers—they're all hanging out because they're all adults. And meanwhile, I'm the kid, and I'm being stuck at, you know, the mother of one of my nephews. Because at the time, my brother was with her, and I typically—it's a new house, new place. I'm scared. I wasn't—I was upset because I went be with my dad would be my brothers and they were gone because i did not comprehend that they were getting drunk off their asses that night <laughs> and apparently they were they were busting down a door for my cousin's boyfriends and that was like a whole wild tale um anyway i was scared you know, she turned on the tv and i remember telling her that it was like you know her name i'm like did you realize that I was only seven years old and you, were tr- and you turned on Adult Swim with me? She's like, I was a new mom. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I mean, you weren't the first one, but like you kind of stirred me down that road.
0: You're like, thanks. <laughs> I learned it from you. <laughs>
1: yeah. So uh, before we keep going on more and more rambles, honestly, at this point, one of these days, you should just record a couple podcasts in a row with just how much we're, we're talking, which is something I want to bring up to you anyway. Um, but because I know Adrian's going to do this because he's going to want to wrap this up uh, so you, no more kids come out of it. My plug-in, my plug, Ash Majestic's Instagram. No longer a Majestic Nerd Lady, Ash Majestic. There
0: you go. <laughs> and of course our plugs is find us on 22 different apps, free apps out there. Just do a search for the Walker AC experience and letting you know for the final time, the Stitcher app, is no longer going to be um, available. The Stitcher app is now closing uh, in a couple of weeks. So, of course, if you're on Stitcher, uh, please go to another uh, free app, whether it be Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio, various things of that nature. Just type in The Walker AC Experience. That's where you can find all the classic episodes, new shows also. Good Pods has picked us up. So you can find us on Good Pods also. Once again, all these are free apps reach out to us on slacking majestically o dot yahoocom and of course subscribe to podbean.com walker ac76.podbean.com let's get more subscribers up there we're looking a little bit low here and of course we see the doggos uh in, in the background which of course is a beautiful thing
1: they broke into my room i had the door shut and these two assholes pushed my doors open i would double doors to get to my bedroom Uh, hi Odin yes Um, they just they busted in my room Um, which is why we're wrapping this up any final words Adrian
0: yes um, it is a very nice comfortable calm conversation you and I had I I definitely do appreciate it and I cannot wait to the next episode because we're going to have more more thoughtful discussion and keep everything on the rails this time around
1: um Oh, my final thoughts, too. Uh, like, regarding Becky, people are probably freaking out. They're probably, like, trashing store their local stores, uh, breaking windows, setting seats alarms, on fire. Crazy. Wondering where Becky is. Once again, uh, Becky's just taking a little break. Uh, nothing negative or anything. Uh, again, she's going to talk about it when she gets back, but regarding Becky, because I know she's going to let me share this news. She got an update today that she is getting, her PC is coming back because as she's talked about before, her PC has been, getting repaired and it's gone for a few weeks and it's on its way getting shipped back so she can get it picked up it doesn't give her an eta but probably within the next within the next week so her and i are going to start working on streaming so there's no dates yet but her and i are soon as she gets that her and i go start streaming and then we're going to start making that plug and start you know advertising that of us doing streamings um yeah, I just want to share that exciting news because I want to talk about four different times throughout this podcast, and I get three <laughs>
0: eggs. Okay, so as the show comes to a close, we cannot close fully without Ash Majestic finishing us off. That's not really dirty. But yes, uh, finishing out the last final word.
1: How did the farmer meet his wife? How? He tracked her down. <sighs>